You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem back it's wednesday happy hump day april 25th hump day hump day yeah welcome back to the number one podcast entertains the space between your ears as always all of our episodes are brought to you by waltexpress.com if you want to become a disney expert go ahead and check them out sign up for their more deals tips and info on all things disney Check out our friends, waltexpress.com. I'm looking at their website right now, and their latest blog is on Disney's Polynesian Village Resorts. Go ahead and check them out, waltexpress.com. If you find yourself at the park today, I would suggest Magic Kingdom. A lot of individuals and families start their trips on Thursdays and pretty much check out on Wednesdays. So if you find yourself at the park, go ahead and go to Magic Kingdom today. And tomorrow, I would suggest Hollywood Studios. We have a lot in this week's rendition of what Vicky likes to say, news you can use. So, Vixer, why don't you start us off. The boy that plays the voice of Miguel in that new movie Coco that came out last year, he had his first trip ever to Disneyland Park this week and he met up with the Mariachi Divas, which is a girl mariachi band, and they gave him like a guest special performance. But I was thinking, how cool is that or how weird is that maybe even that he was in a Disney movie but had never been to a Disney park. That's unique. That's really exciting though that they brought him brought him out check it out and i loved seeing him because um we've talked about this before how disney's able to make a character look like someone that plays him and he looked like the live version of miguel and he even was wearing uh traditional latin american clothes i went ahead and just googled mariachi divas and it looks like it's a pretty big organization i'm seeing a wide variety of pictures i'm uh the picture i'm looking at right now seems to be uh middle-aged women. Well, that's what when i was looking at the picture those girls that were with him looked like teenagers they it's possible they could have been in their 20s but they looked like teenagers okay i think i may have found it yes i did and it looks like they won a grammy i came across this article and i want to be part of the 3500 new cast members being hired with the walt disney company they're going to have a job fair and disney is looking for mouse keepers lifeguards culinary positions and if you want to be a bus driver here's your opportunity vicky and so which of those categories were you hoping to get a job in? Uh, um, you you know, be I, a mousekeeper? No, I wouldn't be a mousekeeper. Uh, I would not be a great lifeguard. Culinary? culinary. Do you have a culinary bus degree? Driver? No. Bus driver? That'd be fun, right? Move it back, people. Yeah. We can get more on that'd here. Squeeze it. Squeeze it. 
cruising at 21 inches in the air. Uh, so <laughs> Disney released these positions. They're going to be full-time, part-time, and seasonal. They're even offering a $3,000 hiring bonus. And the first thing that came to mind, Vic, was what about those individuals that were promised their $1,000 bonuses? I'm not sure if Disney's paid those out yet. I don't know. I don't know either. If um, you are a cast member and you listen right. and you received your $1,000 think- or did not, could you let us know? Yeah, I don't think they're going to, you know. Um but $3,000. That's a lot of money just to sign on. That's a lot of money for me. Especially, like, I'll sign on for seasonal help and cash it on three three grand. So, you think they're just seasonal? Well, it says they're hiring for full-time, part-time, and seasonal. Uh, selected positions will be offered a $3,000 hiring bonus. So, seasonal, does that mean summer to them? Or seasonal, does that run through Christmas? It's going to be in preparation for all the resorts in the summer season. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah we know it's crazy. Just around the corner. Hiring this spring. In May, specifically. So, if you're one of those individuals looking for a job, go ahead and, and if you live in the area, check them out. So, did you hear the winners of the third annual Star Wars Dark Side Half Marathon this week? You're always bringing us the good news with the with the individuals that win all of these awesome races. I did not. Well, because- Let me guess what country. First off. Okay. Was it from the United States? One of them. Okay. It was not the male. It was not the male. You were correct. Yes. So statistically, the females end up winning from the United States. Oh, like wow. Stats, uh, in my opinion, just from always looking at the winners. I want to say the individual was from, let's let's make it a mountainous region. The male? Huh? The male guy that won? Oh, I don't know. who. Okay. Who won? Who won? Okay. So the 2020 Olympic trial qualifier... Brittany Charbonneau from Denver, Colorado is the one that won the 2018 Star Wars Dark Side Half Marathon. Um, it was from a mountainous region. Oh, there you go. Oh, You're right. There you go, dude. Did your brother call you and tell you because no, he's from he, Colorado? He, he did not. A mountainous person? A mountainous person. It's always I mean, Bigfoot. I mean, it's a mountainous region. It's Yeti. <laughs> No. So the overall winner of the race was... Yeah, our buddy Harry. He ended up winning. <laughs> no. Yeah, he lives in Manahor. I'm going to try Manahor to say Mountain. this name. Vanilson Neves of Sao Paulo, Brazil. Um, he was the overall winner. But Charbonneau, who was 29, won, 29, won the women's division of the half marathon with a time of 1 hour and 21 minutes, 39 seconds. She was nice. She was followed by Catherine Burkowski of Windermere, Florida with 1 hour and 26 minutes and 9 seconds. And Jennifer Barron of Paradise, Canada, one minute and 26, nine, sec- nine seconds. They tied, actually. That is intense. So um, that's crazy. But Charbonneau's half marathon win Sunday is the victory lap for an already successful year because she had just qualified for the 2020 Olympic trials during the LA Marathon in March and won the female division for both the Disney Princess Enchanted 10K in February and the Walt Disney World half marathon in January. Our good listeners know that I am a huge fan of the Disney Renaissance period. Yes, they do. I talk about it quite a bit. If you don't know already, you're new to the show, and the people that are listening that that are regulars are probably, oh, Nick's going to go on his rant about the Renaissance period. I'll keep it short. All right. So Disney's animation was going through some hard times in the late 80s. And it was all because of one man who basically saved the animation department. His name was Howard Ashman. And you've heard me talk He's about Nick's this hero. Guy. Yeah. He was the messiah for the Disney's animation studios. Now, is that going too far, Vic? He was. He was their messiah. They are he definitely finally, saved the day. They are finally... He How did. about he's their Superman? Okay. Disney's finally making a documentary for him called Howard. And I have not been able to find it last weekend in New York at the film festival. It was supposed to debut. I tried... I looked on the film festival website and I keep getting an error code when I try to play a trailer to it. And I can't find anything saying that it was released at the film festival. Tried looking for it online. I can't find anything. Now, 
Hopefully by the time this airs, it will be out and on the web. And hopefully they they sell it. I, I would purchase this, and I would spend every I would spend every penny. Uh, not that I own, but I mean, <laughs> even if it was like fifty bucks, I'd get it. Right? I mean, right. This, this guy did a lot for the Disney animation. Just to series. see the background of him. Well, just, what do you mean? Just so you can see how he started out, and well, I already know all that. But I just want to I just want to see a different perspective. You've heard me say it for the past year, and I know when Dave was on the podcast three years ago, I always said Disney needs to make a documentary on this guy. Well, I'm surprised it's not on Netflix because you know they have that Mickey and Me on Netflix. No, I didn't know that. Oh, you you need mm. to watch it. You have Netflix now. Type in Mickey and Me. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, like the beginning of him and the really hard times of Walt. Okay, it's yeah. a really good movie. I really liked it, and it's yeah. got some big characters in there too. So I mean, listeners, go ahead and Google it. Uh, it's called. Uh, Howard, and if you can find it, let me know where you found it. 407-674-0414. Nick will give you a finder's fee. No, just kidding. No, I will not. <laughs> so they put out the concept art for Donald's Dino Bash. Did you see this? No. So this summer at Disney World is going to be incredible because Donald Duck, which we were just talking about last week on our uh, show where they, we, you know, competed against the characters and I cannot, the Royal Rumble. We talked about, we don't really get to see him very much. Well, he's Donald? Yeah. I told you he's in more cartoons than any other Disney character. You did, but I mean, we don't get to see him in his character. Like you, Goofy is at the character spot and okay. do you know what I'm saying? Like to take pictures and stuff. So am in the parks? Yes. Okay. I like to see him, not in cartoons. I want to see him in the park. Got it. So anyway, so in Disney's Animal Kingdom, they're transforming that whole dino area into his dino bash. And it's going to start May 25th. And there'll be nightly parties for him. And you'll get to hang with some of his closest friends. So it's going to be a big time. So if you are in the Animal Kingdom after May 25th, I would check that out because it looks pretty cool. They've had a variety of different things. I think Goofy had a party in there one year and we got to see a tail end of it. But I love how they do the Disney music, you know, with the uh, that they change up for the kids with the not nasty words and they sing it and then they have dance parties and stuff. Have you ever seen that in Animal Kingdom? Are you talking like kids bop? Kind of, but it's They Disney. change up the lyrics? Yeah. No, uh, no, I don't think I've seen that before. It's so fun. Well, because the truck that used to be in their jungle parade is now used, they use it for like a DJ station. So I've seen the jungle parade. Okay. So the big truck that was in there that, that carried Mickey and uh, Minnie, they've transformed it into basically a DJ box. So the right. DJ sits in there and he plays music and he has lights and stuff. And so now it's been transformed into Donald's Dino Bash because now we're relating Donald and Dinos together. Well, nice segue because I want to take you to Animal Kingdom okay. and I want to talk about the 20th anniversary gift cards over at Animal Kingdom. Very interesting. They're not plastic, but yet wooden. And they don't have magnetic bar strips on them. They're going to have two designs to choose from, an elephant and a landscape of the theme park. There is a minimum, I believe, of 15 Let me check this real quick. Yeah. A minimum of $15 to activate the cards themselves. Curious as to how they're going to know the balance. Doesn't state in this article. Probably did some more digging. Probably figured that out. You're typing up over there. Maybe you're looking it up. I don't know. I'm trying to find out what made them think to do wood. And I was wondering if 20th anniversary is wood. Do you know how like the first anniversary is paper? The 50th anniversary is gold? It is? Yeah. Oh, I I didn't know that. Because, um... I think wood just goes with Animal Kingdom, right? Tree, trees, tree alive. Right. Well, and then that's another thing that puzzles me too, because they're saving trees. Then Joey was saying, to me. Throw them a bone, man. They're just trying to be creative. Well, no, Joey said that maybe they're thinking that trees are recyclable. They, com- you know, they'll break down. Decompose? Where if they use, yeah, thank you. That's what he said. Anyway. I wouldn't want my gift card to decompose. I would frame that sucker. But it's I, probably just the theming, you know? I the whole jungle wood, theme though. with a hut and wood. When you and said that, sense. I automatically thought of. I mean, what if it's made out of like ivory from a tusk? That'd be kind of cool. 
course, it'd be super expensive. It is. What? What? No, I'm wrong. You are wrong? I know. You better write that one down. It says, <laughs> the first anniversary is paper or wood. So that's weird. 20th anniversary, anniversary is China. So they should have made the card out of China. Out of like glass? Yeah. There you go. It should be a piece of Shatter. glass. But while you're on the 20th anniversary, this week they came out of the list of things that they think people should definitely do if they're going to be at Animal Kingdom, especially if you've never been there before. And some of these I've done, some of them you've done, some of them we both done. I have not done the Flight of Passage. You were lucky enough to do that. Amazing ride. Not going to do it this year because it really freaked Colin out. So I made a deal with him. You know, hey, we won't press on Flight of Passage. Daddy will ride uh, Mount Everest with you. So I'm going to ride that for the first time. Can't wait to see Just those made pictures. my fast pass for it. And it's so good. And 9.15 in the morning, first thing to start off the trip. I think you'll like it, but take some Dramamine just to be safe. I'm kind of nervous. They are. Don't be nervous. It's not dark. You have nothing to worry but about. go backwards. For 10 seconds. It's really short. Okay. It's about the same amount of time as you do in the Frozen ride. You know how you go back that little That's bit? That's flat, though. Oh, good night. No, you don't go backwards, like, down a hill? Yes, you do, at a 45-degree angle. Oh, well, it must not have been a big yeah, you deal. you go to the... The, the, the rails are busted. They're blown up. And you're, you're set. You back up, but it's not like a huge deal. And then you deal. fall down. No. Yes, you do. And you go into a cave and it's dark. But you can still see because it's light outside. That's fine. I just know the whole thing of going backwards. I think you're working yourself up. Cause I think this, I am. It, it was not that bad. I went I'm on sure it. I'm sure there are seven-year-olds listening that are taunting me right now, which is fine. Four-year-old. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> My own son has. So another thing they think you should see is Flame Tree Barbecue. And I agree, barbecue is good. But if you live in Missouri like Nick and I do, near our friend Andrew in Kansas City. The barbecue's really good here, so... Um, it really, truly is. I mean, we're not being biased. No, all. it's really good. You can buy a Dole Whip now with rum in it at Tamu Tamu in Africa. Uh, they encourage you to see Kilimanjaro Safari. If you've listened to our show at all, you know that Nick and I love Kilimanjaro Safari. I would recommend definitely going to see it either in the morning or at night, because the hotter it gets, the animals... Tend to hide. Yes. Tend to sleep. Yeah, they're... they're put you to sleep. They're tired. Yeah, they're tired like we are from the heat. Gorilla Falls Exploration trail is pretty cool. Festival of the Lion King. Awesome. It's like watching an abbreviated version of the Broadway show. Tusker House. Again, Nick and I both have done Tusker House and we recommend it to a lot of people. Nick and my husband are not as daring as I am, but I did try some of the African foods in there and I would encourage you. That's the time to do that. So when you're in the Tusker House having uh, your lunch or your breakfast or your dinner, check out some of those. They encourage you to see Pocahontas because she is not, I guess, at any other park except for uh, Animal Kingdom unless she's on a parade. Cali River Rapids, which I just asked Nictive Hero, but it's a lot like Thunder River for no, Six don't, Flags. No, don't even mention that word. Six what? Flags. Don't even mention oh. that park. It's but I mean, awful. as far as getting wet. No, it, Caliber River Rapids is way worse than Thunder, what's it called? Thunder, Thunder River? River? Not the log ride. Thunder no, River. Thunder, no, no. Cali River or Cali River Rapids is much worse. You get utterly soaked in Cali River. You get soaked on Thunder River. No, like this is an actual river. You're, they create rapids and stuff where you're going down mountainsides and like it's intense. It's I way don't know. Different. Joey went out. He loved it. They have amazing street performances and I don't remember if we've talked about this for sure, Nick, but right outside the Tusker House in Africa, they always have a really cool street show and I love how they bring the guests up and use them in the act. Do you know what I'm talking about? Right outside the Tusker House, that African street performance that goes on there. It's become permanent now because they built it a stage. It, they used to just stand in the streets and do their African music, right. but now they actually have a stage, but they still pull up um, just people. They'll see random people dancing. You to be careful because if you're getting too into it like I can, I can up. totally see Erin getting pulled up because I can see her jamming down and then all right. of a sudden they're like oh you lady 
Katie, come on up here with us. And yeah, it's pretty fun to watch. Rivers of Light, I've seen. I think you should see it this year if you don't, if you get a chance. I don't know if we're going to get a chance because we're hitting up uh, Animal Kingdom during the day and we have to truck over to the Polynesian for the Spirit of Aloha. Oh. That night. Okay. Around actually that evening, around five. And I think we're going to finish up the evening in the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Day. So then also Satuli Canteen, which you said that Aaron and you had tried last year when uh, the Pandora area just opened. Yeah. So Tim and I and, and Aaron and Eli, we stayed out there till after 2 a.m. just hanging out and talking. What'd and you do with it? Good. Colin. He hung out there too. Oh. Yeah, I forgot to mention him, didn't I? Yes, you did. You never forget him. And then Tree of Life show. Amazing. Yep. Or just even walking around the Tree of Life in the daytime, looking at all the carvings of the animals in it is pretty amazing. Uh, they do encourage you to be there at Rope Drop. Like we always say, Rope Drop's always good to get there early. Plus, that's a good time to get on Kilimanjaro because the animals are the animals are out, man. Fresh. They're hungry. Also, it's a good time to get on Navi River because it's before the line gets backed up. Um, Nick has done this with Colin before, but if you like to wilderness explore, they'll give you 30 challenges to meet while you're in Animal Kingdom to make it more fun. And we've done every single one last, last summer. It was a long day. <laughs> Did it take all day to do it? Yeah, and all he earned was a sticker. For reals? Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be like a straight up patch. That would have been cool. And they gave him a sticker of the patch. Oh, that's a very big letdown. I know. Um, we did all that work with our chilling, you know, in the hot sun. And he could, of course, to him, it was awesome. Of course, they say you should ride Expedition Everest, which we already know you're going to do because you just told us earlier. And you should see it's tough to be a bug if you've never seen it before because it really is cool. You get to see Hopper and Flick and some other cool bugs. They encourage you to go to Discovery Island Trails, which I had never done until a couple years ago. And I would say that is really cool. You get to see some animals. I know Nick makes fun of me sometimes when I'm like, oh, did you see this new animal was born? And Nick's like, yes, Vicky, we, we know about the birth of it's, the new It's kid. the mother coming out in you. I, I just, get it. It's very cool. A newborn, cool. you get all excited and giddy. Well, when the animals are born here in St. Louis, it's a huge deal. So I just, I don't know. I think it's a big deal. For some people. Okay. And the new show, Up, A Great Bird Adventure, came out this past Sunday on Earth Day when they had their 20th, or the official 20th anniversary. And I watched a little clip of it. I'm pretty excited about it. You know, Doug and Russell going back yeah. and forth and introducing all these birds. It looked pretty cool. Because I got to say, I never went to the other bird show. And they have a facade of Carl's house. Oh, do they? Really cool. Yeah, which oh, is really cool. Oh, I didn't see that part. Yeah, that's neat. With the mail, complete with mailbox and all. So those are just 20 things that they think at Disney that you should definitely do while you're there for the 20th anniversary. I'm say, sure what, uh, what article is this? From, from where? It was just a blog on Chip and Chip or Chip Company. Okay, Chip Company. So they, our viewers can look at that. Yes. Very interesting story. Came across this online. I, I was laughing because I didn't even think this even happened anymore, but it was something out of the Wild West, like a stagecoach robbery. And maybe you caught this. I don't know. Maybe some of our listeners did. Happened in California. So a highway patrol is searching as we speak for a cargo trailer that was originally bound for the 90th annual state FFA leadership conference in South California or Southern California I should say no I did not the trailer contained awards audio visual equipment others like registration like of over 7,000 FFA. Is that Future Farmers of America, by the way? I think so. Okay. Members. So it had registration materials for over 7,000 FFA members. But in it, it also had 8,000 tickets to Disneyland. What? Yes. In the trailer. 8,000 tickets. Oh my gosh. And they still haven't found this person? No. So Disney had to cancel all of the stolen tickets. So I guarantee you, they're probably going to find this on third-party sellers. They're going to sell this to families heading out there. They're going to take these paper tickets and go to the gate, and they're going to get denied. So be on the lookout, the bolo. 
Yeah, do not. Do not buy. First off, do not buy from third party. Like, that virtually doesn't exist say, as much anymore. Unless you're buying points from yes. a DVC member. Right. But really, really funny. So be on a lookout. I, let me see if I get a description of this trailer. Or no, let's see here. Because they did show a video of it online. Let's see here. The Highway Patrol. They described the trailer as a white double axle enclosed Wells cargo trailer. The license plate number, if you see it, if you're in Cali, because we do have a ton of Cali listeners, 4KJ1127. So that's according to the security footage that was that they released online. That's crazy. It was uh, stolen by a dark colored long bed pickup truck with an extended cab. So maybe blue, black, you know, yeah. who knows. But uh, we have a lot of listeners out in Cali, so look for it, you know. 8,000 Disneyland tickets stolen. Would you like to save the day to call that in? To call it in? Well, I'm even more concerned with over the 7,000 registration information on all of the FFA members. No kidding. Who, who knows what was in there? Addresses, phone numbers, parents, maybe parent information. Scary. There, you know, like who knows? This Could there have been grand information in there, you know, with some personal True. information? Scary stuff, man. Crazy I crazy. didn't know stuff like that happened anymore, you know? But I guess it says Will Fargo's on the side of the trailer, so oh. I guess some thieves were like, oh, let's, let's, it's let's cash. Ta- yeah, let's take it. Right. Well, they were sadly so mistaken. You didn't hear about this then? I did not. And I didn't read it, and I was on three different sites. That's pretty crazy. So the Pixar. Star Fest is underway and they've just got some amazing decorations which we know happens with everything with Disney. Very neat. I've been watching a lot of this stuff on Periscope and I'm very jealous of our Disneyland individuals because they get to see this every day and Disney has done it right out there with Pixar Fest. They're just the Finding Nemo and Incredibles and these are all done in topiaries. And the treats. The treats are amazing. Have you seen the pictures of all the of treats? The food. I tried not to look at food because it's all good. I always harp you all the time. Yes. I know I get it. My favorite is the cake, though. The cake. The primary colored the cake. cake. Nope. The different tiers in the cake are different oh, yes, colors. Oh, yes. That was your. Okay. The ball, I did see. You know, yes. with Luxel, he plays with the ball. Yes. That one was very cool. But they've just got it all decked out for Pixar Fest, and there's just Pixar everywhere, inside out. Like we said that they transformed uh, the Red Rocket Pizza Place now is the Alien Pizza Place. And um, so you can just go online and look under the laughingplace.com if you want to see more pictures of the different things that are going on. But they're making it as Pixar-y as they can possibly do. Oh my gosh, and it's amazing. Like like the Pizza Planet, you feel like you're there. Right. I just feel bad because I think they're making this Bugs Land go away. It's pretty cool. There's a lady that takes her daughter there quite a bit, and she was out there. I believe, I, I follow her on Instagram. I think it's called the Healthy Mouse, maybe. Maybe. Something like that. But she was posting a whole bunch of pictures of Pixar Fest with her and her daughter. And they were so cute. And just the things they get to enjoy as a family out there. It's it's interesting to see the differences between Disneyland and Disney World. And there's pros and cons to both, right? Sure. And uh, really neat with the whole Pixar Fest theming. Ellen DeGeneres. And I, I came across this story. I know I'm switching Dory. gears on you. Yeah, Dory. You know when they announced, uh, it was about a year ago, when they were shutting down her ride, Ellen's Energy Adventures. Right. And she said back then that she wanted her animatronic. Remember this? No, no. I remember you told me that. So she will actually have the opportunity on May 5th in Los Angeles. They're going to be auctioning off her animatronic. And it would be so neat if she showed up, which I bet you she will. So we need to look out for this online. I bet you she will show up to bid on her animatronic. 
Uh, when would is I, the or would auction? it be funny if she came out in person and just stood there as stiff as she could and people were bidding on her and then all of a sudden you know, she fools everyone? Sort of like uh, What's-His-Face in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, that plays Jack Sparrow. I forgot his name. Johnny Depp. Yes, Johnny Depp. Thank you. The name escaped me just for a split second. I just wish he would come when I was there. I right. we always look, but never, never, never do we see him. It is fun, though, wondering, right? Like well, when you yeah, when you ride the ride, you always wonder: Is Johnny Depp gonna be in the treasure room? Treasure room? I expect him to be somewhere else on the ride. Really? I, mean, I just think, yeah, because he's been he's been to he's been to both. He's usually out of Disneyland, but he's been to Disney World and Disneyland. But I mean, I expect him to be in different sections because he is in so many different scenes. Right. That he could obviously he's not going to be in the barrel because that would be a little hard for him to climb. That'd be kind of cool. It would be though. So uh, and dress also up in the red dress. I meant to mention this. I'm sorry when we were back on Animal Kingdom. So I'm going to digress for a second. Did you hear that Disney is ending the use of plastic bags? They're, They're going, going green. They're going to paper. They are going green. It says that Disney ahead of Earth Day this uh, this past Sunday, the retail chain announced that it will. Be be phasing out the use of their plastic bags they will end the use of their bags on may 2018 so i guess they think they'll be rid of them this will affect all the disney's 215 retail stores in north america as well as the parks on earth day disney stores gave uh, a gift to the guest a reusable bag for them to use as their bag i guess you can opt out of not having a bag because the other one is you can purchase a bag from then on medium or large reusable bag for 99 cents so they're going to charge you for bags Yep, that's what it's it it paper. Like. No, it's reusable. So I would say one of also oh, like, even the like re- that bag. So the non-gifted ones. So yes. they just gave him a gift of a reusable bag, but after that, you get the same reusable bag for a dollar. Yes. Okay. I thought maybe it was just a reusable bag at first, and then after that, oh, uh, you pay for a bag. Nope. It says reusable. Interesting. For a limited amount of time, but they're trying to do that to go green. So I guess that's to encourage people to come back, which makes me sad because we use our Disney bags from all our gifts for the rest of the Wouldn't year. Would it be cheaper for them to stick with plastic, you think? I don't know. They're trying to go green, though. I know. Disney's planning on to invest $34 million into the community in support of 2018. You know, another thing that came to mind was those $1,000 bonuses. Can they pay those out? I bet, I bet this comes out a different lump of money, though. Probably a different pot of money. Digital keys. We talked about this last week. Right. Did we talk about what specific resorts other than Wilderness was Wilderness Lodge? That was all they were had started with. Okay. All right. So at the lodge itself, did you talk the Copper Creek Villas are included? Yes. Okay. You talked about that in Boulder Ridge. Then I don't know. Other than there's a brand new app coming to the phones that you can play when you're in line waiting in lines. And I think maybe... What is it? You, you didn't touch on this. I thought you did. And you're going to give me a hard time. A brand new Play Disney Parks app coming to Walt Disney World and Disneyland. It's going to release in the summertime for your droid devices and your ios apple devices basically guests will be able to explore disney world and disneyland both resorts while you're waiting in line you'll be able to turn like your the time you spend in line they're hoping that you turn it into a big party you know with your family oh right so i mean that's basically what we do anyway we we usually play heads up right so disney's gonna is gonna provide you with this park uh, app game and it's specifically tailored towards families waiting in line okay i'm assuming with their children too you know because the children will get antsy whatever park you're at you, you download that specific game and then you, they have a list of games i did see a screenshot and it looks like a cool map of the park itself oh fun and so i don't know if there's gonna be some trivia involved or like a scavenger hunt in the app or whatever it may That's be really but cool. you know we've talked about something like that before in the past i don't know to this extent but we've always said it'd be kind of neat if Disney had a park app other than the app that they have out 
spot right now where you like you you don't necessarily create the park right but you buy the rides with jewels and things like that oh, yeah. and you build your park they really need to come out with another one that is more of an adventure and so not only is this an adventure for the families and for the individual but it's specifically tailored towards while you're waiting in line sure. interesting to see because i want to download it even if i'm not there i want to start playing as well and, and see what it's like. So, Toy Story Land Fast Pass Reservations open. Did you know this? The people that are 60 days out, so yeah. you should be good to go. Yeah, we talked about this last week and I was sad because I'm not going to be there. I leave two days before they but open the park. You should be able to go to Toy Story Midway Mania, yes? Oh, yeah, I can go there, but as far as the Slinky Dog Dash yeah. and the Alien Saucer Ride, I, right. I won't be able to make any fast passes for that. So then starting July 1st, and I think you touched on this a little bit, just a reminder that the, um, they're going to extend their operating hours from 8 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Um, and actually, I think I reported on that earlier in the season, but we want to make sure that you guys know it. There is a new movie, Nick, to coming out, the new real-life movies that they do. I, what's it called? Disney Nature? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the series of movies? Did you see this this week about the penguins? No, I have another penguin. One, one. It's so cute. There's so many penguin. Yeah, but this one's from Disney. It's not Surf's Up and right. that. Like, I'm thinking like March of the Penguins. You know, when Morgan yeah. Freeman did, narrated March right. of the Penguins. Oh, okay. So. It's not his voice. I hope I this is different. It. it um, It's an animated short. Okay, that's what it is. It's a oh, okay. Animated short film. It's called Bayo and it comes out at 20. Oh, it already came out. Sorry, at the Tribeca Film Festival, which you were talking about a minute ago. Or This is the Chinese. The show. I don't know. This is the, is this the, this is the the Chinese short where it's uh, basically an empty nester mom. She's has empty nest syndrome now and so I, I believe it's a piece of food that oh, comes to Oh, a dumpling! Life. I'm yes. sorry, I just mixed two articles together. I apologize, listeners. The Disney nature movie Penguins the little clip came out this week. That was one story and then the next story is Got it. The Bayo. That so you're is, the, is, is, the, is the Penguin one a, a full length film or yes. a short as well? It is and it's because it's trying to get away from the tiger seals, I believe. And it's this penguin that's not going to give in to I'm the sure. tiger seals. The kids are going to love it. Colin will love it. He's all into the planet Earth and blue planet right. and things like that. No, I. it looks super cute. But you're right. This other one is about a single mom that's got her kids have moved out. And so she makes a dumpling baby and she names it Bayo. And I've seen some screenshots and some video footage online. You can find it if you keep searching yes, for it. I did see some. I wasn't a fan of it at first. My, my dad texted me yesterday, actually, and asked if I had seen anything on this. I'm like, yeah, you know, I saw it. I saw some screenshots and some video. It really didn't strike my fancy in the beginning. But the more that I've seen it, the more I'm, the more I'm learning about it. And it just becomes a little funier to me it's it's really growing on me right just like coco i was gonna say coco before it even released i was like eh, eh. but once i saw it full believer you know huge supporter of coco so i found something interesting yesterday that does not have to do with coco but it does have to do with moana and the dad the family that we're booking their vacation um that i wet worked with yesterday he was like moana is moana gonna be there He's like, I love Moana. That's the best movie ever. And I thought it was funny because you I was just say, couldn't tell get them in- all dads love Moana. No, because you just said you couldn't get into that movie. And he, um, she was talking about Mulan, and he was talking about See, Moana. I, I can't. I could just couldn't get into both those films. I gotta give Moana a second chance. I think I can. I give it a second chance. It's got uh, some Mulan, great Mulan, I've seen multiple times, and I just still can't get into that one. Just like Ratatouille, cannot get into that <laughs> film either. And I've seen it a lot, so. You anyway. have to just peel that band-aid off. I am out of all articles, and I think you are too. So, Vixter, well, why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So, if your imagination is ready, here we go. 
April 25th, 1961. Disney's loan from the Bank America is finally paid off and the revenue from the movies can now go directly to Walt Disney's productions. So I was trying to figure out, I should have done the math before I got on air. What what year was this? 1961. Okay. So set like 10 years before Disney. paid off their loan for what department are we talking about? Movies. The revenue for the movie company. Okay. So now everything they made would go into the Walt Disney Productions. Okay. So we're not talking loans that were taken out. Animation and full-length movies? And see, that's his word. It doesn't really say. Because I know during Snow White, he took out two mega loans and I wonder but he only took out what he needed for the film so I'm assuming there were loans taken out let's hope with that each feature film because that movie was 28 right or 38 that's what I was trying to that's what I was wondering 38 38 like 38 I'm gonna loan. mess up anyway so at that point they were now balanced yes awesome 1961 then he went in debt when he built Disney World <laughs> right so that's how that works April 26 2004 Michael Eisner makes Forbes list of worst CEOs in America well, technically, Disneyland er, was built in the 50s anyway, so he would... St- Disneyland, yeah. Right, so... When, sorry, I'm bringing us right back to the first story. Uh, when was he finally balanced on 1961, the budget? 1961. April. That's pretty amazing if you think about it. No, so I know. Had the parks and the animation studios, and they're saying that's when he was debt-free? Yeah. Well, the money was going towards wow. Walt Disney Productions. Okay. You had no comment about Michael Eisner being well, the worst CEO in America? He, was, he made the list of worst CEOs in America. Back at when? 2004. Did he really? Yes. They, I, they did not think he was doing a great job. So people love him or hate him. And you can hate him all you want and be an Eisner basher per se. Mm-hmm. But look what he did for the company. Once they handed it over to him, again, animation department was rejuvenated. Had right. second life in them. The park attendance was sky high. He turned, that's when Eisner was the man that turned the company into uh, making money, you know? You know that? That's when Disney really started making a lot of money was when Eisner was brought in. And then somebody else got money hungry. Well, with that, you know, prices go up and yada, 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 you know, just like Iger. So under Iger, prices have just been going up every single year. I know, that's what I'm talking about. But at the same time, the parks keep getting better and better. Same with Eisner. You know, people might complain about the guy, but I guarantee you just a few years before that, he was probably ranked one of the best, you know? It's amazing how you can be at the top and fall so quickly. Right. April 27, 2008. Thought this was interesting. A massive crowd of teens turned out at Long Beach, California for the first open casting call for a new summer reality TV show that was tentatively titled High School Musical Summer Session. Cannot get into that stuff. And that stuff's old, man. Oh, I know, but the, uh, we even, the kids are, that are like in even your kid's age, my class's age, they still like High School Musical. Who would have ever thought that High School Musical would become what it is today? Well, look at Zac Efron and now, the, just from that being in that series of movies. And it sparked like movies or, you know, series like Lee. Yeah. You know, and, and, and what's the other one? The dance one. Uh, Step Up. Oh, I don't know that one. You know, Aaron watches all oh. all of them. But I mean, that's a dance competition. That's not a singing competition. Oh, okay. But same premise, yeah. you know? So it's amazing. What you think isn't going to fly makes ton of money for Disney. Yep. And what you think will make ton of money for Disney sometimes doesn't. It's crazy. You just don't know. You have to throw it out there. That's why well, when we say ideas on here, I'm like, maybe we should patent those ideas before we throw them out. In the early 90s, The Lion King was supposed to be nothing. No one thought it was going to make a dime. That was the the third film that all the animators were animators were working on during mm-hmm. that period that they thought was going to be a flop and so no one wanted to do it and then look at it it was 
has one of the most iconic intros in animation history. For real. So April 28th, 1997, the restaurant in Walt Disney World's Cinderella Castle is renamed to Cinderella's Royal Table. And I don't think that I knew this because it was originally called King Stefan's Banquet Hall. But who is King Stefan? Do you know, Mr. Nick? I'm kind of drawing a blank, but I think he was in Sleeping Beauty. He was the father. Yeah, he was her her dad, not Cinderella's dad. So it didn't make sense for her castle to be named after Sleeping Beauty's dad. Right, because it is Cinderella's castle. So they changed it officially in Didn't we talk about this once before? I don't know. I, I did. did. I didn't remember it because I thought that was really interesting. That why wasn't the castle right. in Disneyland named King Stephen's Royal Banquet Hall or something? I don't know. April 29th, 2016. Disney confirms, you'll be so happy, that the Earful Tower, that original and iconic structure... Of Disney Hollywood Studios was removed. That made See, me again, I thought we talked about this too, because we talked about how Chrissy was so sad on that day. Uh, did we talk about it like last year? I think, no, I think we're, we're repeating some of our some of our history. This is on April no 29th. No pun intended. Yeah, I'm, you're very funny. But this was on this week's history. It's not... It's crazy. We talked the about... The year has flown then. We Well, I will tell you the episode that we talked about things that um, Chrissy and I oh, did an okay. episode Maybe when you were it. sick. Maybe th- we talked about how she was devastated when okay. it got taken Maybe down. Maybe that's it. It was not a historical thing. We were just I was just saying the date. April 30th, 1952, Mr. Potato Head is first widely introduced to the public when it becomes the first toy ever advertised on television. And did you know about the first original Mr. Potato? It was a potato, literally. And you, you put his appendages in a potato. You got, you bought the appendages. Your mom had to buy you the potato. Right. Yeah. It, it didn't come with a little plastic no. potato, which I did not know till I don't think until I bought it for Kayla. It was like the thing that, uh, all the appendages you, you stab inside the pumpkins nowadays. Yeah. Same same concept. My uncle's like, you guys go lucky with uh, right. Kaylee. We had it. real potatoes. Yeah, I was going to say, Kaylee opened it at her first birthday or second birthday but or something. You know what's and cool? said that. You could like let the potatoes sit for a while and it starts growing and you can have a zombie potato head. <laughs> That's pretty creepy, actually. Or something else is growing out. <laughs> so my last piece of I think history it's a boy. for today is about two people that I admire a lot that worked for Disney in May 1st, 2002, is the Sherman Brothers, because they were honored at Dorothy Chandler Pavilion in California for all the um, countless music songwriting that they did for all these Disney movies, such as Mary Poppins and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang were just a couple that they named that day. But I um, just admire them. Just think of it. I don't know that I could. Well, work you're with- a musically talented person. You well, did sing at the Brave Stadium, <laughs> and you love singing. You're a rock right. star. So yeah, no, not that. But I can work with you every day because you're not really my brother. But I could not imagine working with my brother day in and day out as a job. You know what I mean? And they they were brothers. My father-in-law does it every day, and they hate each other. Do they? No, they don't hate each other. They argue quite a bit at work. It's just, it's so hard. It's funny because on the weekends, we'll be like, hey, let's get together and have a barbecue or something. Nah, work with them every single day. I don't want to, I don't want to hang out with them. It would be different. So you just, yeah. Anyways, uh, coming up on our Friday episode, I want to pique your interest. Are we done with history? I am. So that is it? I told you. All right. So what is Friday? What's coming up on a Friday? So on Friday, we. Tell me what I'm doing. I was doing, (laughs) I was doing some research. I texted Nick and I said, I never realize what a can of worms I was opening because so it's going to be a series that we we got going for a while about crazy and bizarre it's be a things. series well there's going to be more than one episode because okay. I have tons of stuff so I hope when I start looking up some stuff you mentioned this I'm like yes all about it because right. when I originally did this podcast it was supposed to be odd and strange things that have right. surrounded Disney right as a whole not just the parks Sure. But when I was looking online, I pulled a lot of stuff from Disney cast members and what they have personally seen. 
Right. So they're personal testimonies. Is that what you're talking about? Some of it, yeah. Okay, that's all I have. That's Is okay. that going to be all right? No, it's totally okay. fine. And we probably have some duplicates of each other. But I, I have pages and pages and pages I of stuff. I was shocked with... There was a lot of sexual stuff. Well, yeah, that... And, and I discarded all that stuff. Right. Because I don't want to sit here and talk about it on the podcast. But at the same fact, I was so amazed on how much there was. There was a lot. But there was a lot of crazy Like, you really people. had to weed that out. And there was just a ton of it. It seemed like every other testimony was of that nature. Some of them. But and so I'm like, oh, okay, we're, you know, I'm not, we're not going to talk about that earlier in the podcast. Years ago, we probably would have with Dave. Well, no, I still think it's fine to let people know that there are people that are dumb. That so they, and they think when things are dark, things cannot exactly, be seen. Exactly. It was all in the dark rides. But yeah, they don't know. They don't know. So anyway, that's what I have. I have personal cast member testimonies that I'm, I'm going to bring up as well. Listeners, thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. We try. We try, don't we, Vicky? We do try. We do try. Uh, thanks again for listening all to all of our loyal listeners. Also, we still have texts coming in of your friends showing pictures of them and their phones subscribing to the Mousecapades podcast. Don't forget, we're ending this on May, May 11th. 11th. Is that when we're ending it? Yeah. Your chance to win a $50 gift card. All you have to do is take a picture of your buddy, whoever it may be, subscribing to the Mousecapades podcast. And the more you submit to 407-674-0414, the more we'll put your name down, you know, like we'll put a tally mark next to you. Like, hey, you know, Tim from the UK, uh, which is a listener, by the way. So, Tim, I'm not talking about you right now, but I'm just using this example. Maybe he has submitted 20 or 30. 30 already uh actually and he, he actually has already submitted about 20 uh pictures of his friend and friends um submitting to the mousecapades podcast that's what we want you to do and the person who has the most by may 11th will get it receive a 50 dollars gift card and we will mail it off to you we of course will need you to send us your address but we will go through text to give that to give up and i promise vicky will not stalk you as always this episode is brought to you by waltexpress.com go ahead and check them out if you want to become a disney expert you can sign up for deals tips info and all things disney go ahead and check them out waltexpress.com if you have a question comment or be a guest on our show you can always text us 407-674-0414 email us mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com thinking about booking your next disney vacation come talk to us we're already in the process vicky i know you're you're already sitting down with a couple clients i have a few as well we've been bouncing messages back and forth plus we're still um, working on that fall trip yeah, oh you and i are working on a trip that's yeah, right but, but I'm, I'm talking about some other family members as well go ahead and email us travel at mousecapadespodcast.net i think it's about that time peace and love have, have a, a magical, magical day, day my friends, friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.